Consistency is the property of having expected results in the view of the data or during reads while working with a database system. It is one of the acid properties in relational database systems. Eventual consistency is another term that was born recently, specifically as a NoSQL databases started to emerge. In this video, we will discuss and talk about the difference between uh, the different kind of uh, consistencies and we will explain what eventual consistency mean, uh, how both actually relational databases and NoSQL databases suffer from this eventual consistency. And this is something that is not very clear out there, right? So a lot of people think that eventual consistency is something for just NoSQL, right? But that's not entirely correct. If you want to find out how that is the case, stay tuned. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Hussein, and in this channel we discuss all sorts of software engineering by example. So if you want to become a better software engineer, consider subscribing, hit that bell icon so you get notified when I upload a new software engineering video. That's it, let's just jump into this video. Eventual consistency, here's the agenda. Here's what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, in order to talk about eventual consistency, I really need to talk about consistency. And I have two types of consistency here to discuss, and, and it's very critical to disambiguate this, these two types of consistencies. Okay, and then we're going to talk about eventual consistency. But let's let's uh, learn about consistency first. So you can have consistency in your data or consistency during reads, and these are two separate concepts that we really need to understand. I'm going to talk about each of them now. Consistency in the data specifically. Let's take an example here, and it emerges when you have multiple views and representation of your data, especially with multiple tables, foreign keys, joins, that kind of consistency emerges when you have these multiple collections of data, okay? That represents kind of the same unit, when you have essentially a normalized view of your data. Let's say an example, let's say this is Instagram, I have a table called pictures, I have an ID of the picture, the blob, and the total number of likes that this picture received. And there's another picture, uh, another table that actually lists all the users who liked what pictures. Okay, makes sense. So if, theoretically, these two views present the same thing, which is a picture and users, right? But in reality, those two better be consistent, right? That means if, if picture one got two likes, that means if I go to the other table, there must be two records, okay? So that's a consistent view of the data itself, okay? And there are a lot of things that ensure this kind of consistency, especially when you're updating multiple things. And data, relational databases are great for this especially with atomicity and isolation. It, it makes sure that you're touching as much as table as possible and it's gonna ensure that consistency for you, okay? In the data. Let's talk more about that a little bit. Consistency in the data is defined by the user. I split those two views into two multiple tables, the pictures and the user, like balance sheets and the sales, all that stuff, you split it up and you normalize your database the way you want, but it's essentially defined by you as a, as a user, and the user here is essentially whoever designed the database, right? Uh, you get referential integrities, you get uh, foreign keys that represent those tables, you delete one, if you delete the picture, 
right? In the back example, if I delete this picture, all those records will go away, right? If you have cascades set on your foreign keys and all these things that ensure your consistency in your data and that view, in that simple view, narrow view. Okay, atomicity and isolation are two properties of the database, relational database, that ensures, if you think about it, this consistency. And we talked about this, uh, the atomicity and isolation. I'm going to reference this video here if you want to learn more about the acid properties in general. We talked about it. It's a long video talking about all these in details. But essentially, atomicity is like all or one. If you have a transaction with multiple queries, touching multiple tables, all of those should fail, right, if one of them fail, okay? And if all of them succeeds, that gets committed. No SQL databases, most of them do not have that atomicity on different views. They have atomicity on a different a set of collection. If you're updating a collection, that's all you get. If you're touching other stuff, you cannot really ensure atomicity on that. Isolation is the ability is like, hey, if I am an in-flight transaction, can changes to other stuff being seen by me? Like if, if other transactions are executing transactions or, or changing, can I see these changes in the same time? Okay, And that obviously leads to inconsistent reads, inconsistent results. Okay, We talked about that in the other video as well, right? Different isolation, repeatable reads, and non-committed, and all that stuff, serialization. Let's talk about the second type, the read consistency. If I have a database here, okay, and I say, hey, database, update this field, set it to field to value x, okay? And then if I do that, that value will be updated x, and consistency in read is nothing but if a transaction now comes and try to read that value, it better get that new value. That's what it consistency in reads mean. Now we would say, Hussein, what are you talking about? Of course, that makes sense. Yeah, if I updated that value, of course, a new transaction will pick it up. What are you talking about, right? This type of consistency, relational databases and NoSQL databases suffer from this, right? We cannot guarantee this. If we have one database, life is dandy, right? If we have one server, everything is nice and easy. Relational databases is the best if you have one single server. But that's, in reality, you never have one server if you have like a million users. You need to scale. Lots of reads, lots of updates. You're going to add caches. You're going to add nodes, follower nodes. You're going to become, you have a one leader node and one multiple follower nodes. And, and those follower nodes will take on your reads and you'll have one reader or, or leader uh, writer node, right? Let's take an example and talk about this eventual consistency concept, right? In reads, essentially. Okay. So now, Let's say I have this master node or the leader node, and then you have two follower nodes here, okay? That is essentially just getting whatever the master node or the leader node gets. It will just, they follow the values and will get propagated. Those values will get propagated to those follower nodes, okay? And uh, we point the readers to this database. So we can offload this huge number of mil these million users to these databases, like put them behind a load balancer or something, and then just offload these huge number of reads. Okay, sounds good. Let's say I want to update Z, the value Z. Now, this is a consistent view. All of these databases are Zs, right? 
have a value of z. I'm gonna update it. X, right? Okay, so sweet. My leader node now have a value of x. But guess what? At the same time, some read, someone started to read that value, but they got what? They got z. So now this system is inconsistent to me, right? It's not consistent. Despite it being relational database, this is a Postgres database, right? Three Postgres instances. It's not consistent. It is eventually consistent. And we're going to talk about that now. So we read that. We got an old value. We just broke our rule, right? We said when I write something and I another transaction read it, it better get the latest value. It did not. And that is why we are inconsistent here in this case. Okay? This poor slob got an old value. That Maybe that's okay, but we're just saying. Now, with time, X or, or the, the leader node will stop pushing the new value to the follower node. This guy will push the new value. And now consistent new reads will start reading the new value. So that's what eventually consist consistent system is. And this is this is a problem that is in both NoSQL and relational. So eventual consistency is not something for NoSQL databases, guys. Okay, so we need to really clarify that. And first, what do you mean when you say consistency, right? What do you mean by a consistent system? Are you talking about the reads or are you talking about the actual view of the data? Is it consistent in the data itself? Are they different tables? Because that's great, yeah, that update might touch seven tables in an atomic manner, in an isolated manner, and that view is consistent in this database, but the whole system to the user, it is not consistent because you introduce those new hubs. The same thing with if you introduce it a cache, like a Redis or Memcached, right? The moment you introduce a cache, you're inconsistent. Whenever you have a cache, you're inconsistent because you will remain inconsistent unless you update the cache, okay? Once your data is in two places, you're inconsistent. You will become eventually consistent, which is, this is this is just a marketing term to me, right? This is, yeah, of course, it's eventually consistent, yeah, in this case, yeah. Eventually, these values will get it, but it's up to you now as a user, as a software engineer. Can you tolerate that? Is that okay? Is that okay if, if the user read a value and they got 7,000 uh, 7, likes instead of 7,011 likes, right, on Kylie Jenner's latest picture, okay? Maybe not. I don't care, right? I don't care if, if uh, that egg picture got 3 million and 20 hundred thousand views. Is that even a number, right? <laughs> on her picture versus the second person actually got like i don't know another an extra 50,000 likes extra it doesn't matter right sometimes it doesn't matter sometimes it does matter if i updated my balance right if i deposited $1000 i better see that $1000 right if i withdrew some uh, uh if i uh, let's say if i withdrew some money right and uh Let's say at the same time I did double withdrawal, double spend, and I end up with $2,000 Why I have only $1,000 in my account. That's an inconsistent. It's good for me because I was able to trick the bank and draw $2,000 while I have only $1,000, right? 
because of this inconsistency, and that's something bad, right? So that's eventual consistency in a nutshell, right? Let's talk more about the consistency in reads. If a transaction committed a change, will a new transaction immediately see that change? That's what that's what a consistency in reads mean. It's a different than inconsistency in data. I don't know if there are times I made those two terms up, okay? This is the real thing. I don't know if they have an actual scientific term, right? But what what do you think about it? That's the only thing I can think about it. There's a data consistency and there is read consistency. And you have to clarify the two differences, okay? It's a problem in both SQL, NoSQL, and relational, right? As long as you want to scale horizontally and reduce caching, right? With, uh, with NoSQL databases, and, and if you have sharding, that's a different story. We're not going to talk about sharding in this video, right? But that's in a, in a nutshell. The moment you introduce caching or you try to scale horizontally by adding some follower nodes, you are inconsistent. That's eventual consistency in a nutshell, guys. So summary, what did we talk about? We talked about consistency. We talked about the different two types of consistency, right? We talked about consistency in the data. We talked about consistency in reads, right? We talked about the, how those two differ, right? Consistency in the data is guaranteed by this property that's called uh, atomicity and isolation and even durability, if you think about it, right? So it's like if, if, you, if I commit and I... Right, uh, again, it better be there, right? If it's not there, then it's not durable, then it's not consistent, if you think about it, right? And the uh, eventual consistency is the ability to, for the reads only, right? This is a point I forgot to mention. If you screw up your atomic transaction, you have like seven tables, they have to stay consistent together, right? And you updated three and you got blue screen of death. There is no eventual consistency coming out of that, dude. You just screwed, you corrupted your database. There is no eventual consistency in that. If you do not have atomicity, you do not have eventual consistency. You do not have consistency at all. Consistency in read is different than consistency in the data. If consistency in read, yeah, sure, I'm going to commit that. Eventually, that follower node, if it's offline, going to come online and it's going to pick up the new data. That's okay. We know that's going to be because we know that this side, we guaranteed the consistency at that leader node but the moment you screw up you don't have isolation you don't have proper atomicity you don't have durability no eventual consistency can actually help you here my friend all right so you you just your data is done okay you have corrupted inconsistent data if you have inconsistent data there is no point of doing an inconsistent read because your view will always be inconsistent no matter how long you waited okay guys hope you enjoyed this video if you enjoyed it give it a like and share it with your friends and i'm gonna see you in the next one you guys stay awesome